0: Head to patreon.com slash Healthy Mama Chris or click the link in the show notes to try it out for a week free and join over 130 other busy mamas making weeknight meals work with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I can't wait to see you in there. All right, let's get on with the episode. What a year. Here we are, friends. We are at the very end of 2022. And I honestly can't believe it. And I feel like that's something that we say every single year, but this year flew by so fast. And this year was full of so many changes in my business, in my personal life, on this podcast. And there was a lot of hard in this year, but so much more Good. I re-listened to last year's episode on 2021, which was another year that was so darn hard, but also really, really good. I feel like the last few years of my life and my business have just been an evolution. And I couldn't be more excited about where I am leaving off 2022 and starting 2023. So in the, I guess, tradition of the last several years, I thought I would sit down and do a little end of the year podcast recap for all of you. So I am going to share about my year a little bit from each month of the year, as well as my most popular episode on the podcast each Month. And these are all going to be compiled in the blog post that will be in the show notes that will go along with this episode. So if you want to catch up on some of the best episodes in 2022, you can go ahead and check those out at the link in the show notes. And then I will also share with you my top 22. So last year I introduced this, I shared my top 21, my favorite books I read over the year, my favorite podcast, and And things that made my life better. And then I'll also share some sneak peeks into what is coming here on the podcast and in Healthy Mama Chris in 2023. Does cooking feel like a struggle more often than you want to admit? Do school lunches get boring after the third week and even cereal for breakfast sometimes feels like too much effort? let alone feeding yourself and your family meals with vegetables they'll actually eat? If you're a busy mama like me, you can probably relate. I'm Chris Dovniak, and welcome to My Healthy Mama Kitchen. I'm a trained chef, culinary nutritionist, and mama of two, and I'm here to guide you in making healthy eating easy and accessible by simplifying your meal plan, demystifying meal prep, taking the stress out of weeknight dinners, and helping you learn to cook your family delicious, nutrient-dense meals along the way, without spending hours in the kitchen or thousands of dollars a month at Whole Foods. In this podcast, I'm here to share my best tips, tools, and hacks for your real-life Healthy Mama kitchen with a side of humor and sometimes a little bit of spice. So grab your favorite apron and let's get cooking. All right, let's dive in. January of 2022, we started the year off Excited and ready for a new year after a really hard 2021. We were just really, and I say we as in my family, was just really excited for a fresh start. And interestingly enough, at the end of the year in 2021, uh, my husband asked me if we wanted to go on a little trip because he was actually supposed to go on a work trip and meet up with his business partner. And that trip ended up falling through. Well, it wasn't a trip to meet his business partner, it was actually a trip with one of his teams where he was supposed to spend some time with his business partner and the trip got canceled and so they decided to do their own little work retreat. And so they invited, or well, he invited us to come along with him. So we went on a whirlwind trip to Florida and I I call this a whirlwind because we literally, we we road tripped down there from Rhode Island to florida we ended up staying uh, right outside of st petersburg florida so it ended up taking us like 27 hours to road trip we didn't tell the girls until they were in the car we picked up my daughter on her way home from school i'm not sorry not on her way home from school like halfway through the school day and we're like we're going to florida <laughs> so that was super fun We ended up going for just a couple days. One of my very best friends in the entire world. She's been my friend for over a decade now. Actually, coming on 12 years, we met in January of uh, 2011. Yeah, we met in January of 2011 because I was, I calculate because it was after I got married. It was like the year after I got married. So we met in 2011. So it'll be 12 years this year. Actually moved down here just before the beginning of the pandemic a couple of years ago. So I got to hang out with her. As my husband and his business partner, Jesse, had a meeting and uh, they kind of planned out the next year. And one of the things that came forth during this trip, and I did a whole podcast episode on the road trip. So if you want to know how we did a whirlwind road trip with a four and an eight year old at the time. You can listen to that episode. I'll link that as well. Uh, It worked out really well. The kids were really good. And we've done another road trip since. It was definitely not a fluke. The kids are excellent um, on a road trip. And I think part of that is just due to the way we approach it and our planning. But I know every kid's different, but I do have some tips on it. We love to travel as a family. We love to road trip, and we're doing a lot more in the future, as I'll share a little bit of insight into in a little bit. Um, But so we go on this trip, and one of the things that came out of this trip was that they wanted to move the business down to Florida from Rhode Island. And this is not something I shared. I shared about the road trip, but I didn't share this with my community until several months later. I didn't even share it with my family until about a month later, but we talked about it on the long way home, which took us less time than it took us to get there, Uh, or maybe vice versa. I can't remember, but we, we got home. We talked about it for many, many hours, and my husband booked movers within like two weeks. And so by February, we knew that in September or a little bit before, we would be moving down to West Central Florida, so like the Tampa Bay area. So we started making plans for that early on in the new year, and that was really exciting. We knew it was going to be a fresh start. It's something that we've been talking about for years. we had actually been living in a temporary place since the September before. We let our lease go at the apartment that we were in for several years, and it was a sweet little place, but it was just not the place for us. We very much wanted a home. And so we were in the process of saving for a home and we weren't really finding anything that worked for us. And so we ended up extending our lease longer than we had initially planned and extending it until the end of the summer when we decided to move, which was not the original plan. The original plan was to stay in Rhode Island, buy a house in the town that we were living in. Beautiful little seaside town. And uh, then we ended up moving like 1,300 miles away. So that's just what happens sometimes. That's how life happens. Um, So. That is kind of what happened at the beginning of January, at least in my personal life. In terms of the business in January, I released my SOS Family Cookbook. Um, It's an ebook with some of our favorite family recipes and divided into categories by protein. So if you're like, I just need to make dinner and I have this on hand, there are some ideas for what you can make if you have chicken or chickpeas or ground beef or turkey or something like that. Um, So that was really fun to release. And we started off another year of the cooking club or really the second half of the year of the Healthy Mama Cooking Club doing monthly cooking classes. That was what the Healthy Mama Cooking Club was last year. We'll get into what it has evolved to now a little bit later on. And of course, We started another year of what was then the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. So last year was the fourth year, started the fourth year of the podcast, third or fourth. I've got to look back. Oh, it'll be four. It'll be four years. So the third year of the podcast. Um, Well, I guess technically it started the fourth year of the podcast. So it was its third birthday. And my most popular episode on the podcast that month was with Josh Catalis on gut health. So that was such a special episode because Josh was actually the nutritionist that helped me initially heal my gut. I had like a decade plus of gut issues from when I was really young, like 10 or 11 years old. He helped me to solve as well as the beginning of kind of solving some of my hormonal issues when we lived back in Toronto. He's actually Megan Talbner's husband. And uh, Megan is where I got my start as a personal chef in teaching cooking classes at her cooking studio. Now she has the Academy of Culinary Nutrition online but she had a cooking studio in toronto and i was their kitchen manager started teaching cooking classes out of there and uh, then moved on to my own business as a personal chef and a cooking instructor and so it was kind of cool he's like one of the smartest people i've ever met and he taught me so much about my gut health and just my and my hormones and how they were connected and my body as a whole and so it was really cool to have him on the podcast to share all of that with you and. Uh, I'm not surprised that it was one of my top episodes of 2022. And over on the podcast, we also had the Healthy Mama Hacks series. And that year, that year, that month, I shared about how to make healthy cooking delicious. And it was one of my top Healthy Mama Hacks episode um, months as well. So I will definitely link those episodes. I think there's some good insight for the new year since we're not doing that same series in January to give you some good tips on how to make healthy cooking delicious. And then we moved into February and March. Not a whole ton happened in February. Just kind of plugging along with life. I had a really fun cooking class that I ended up doing with my best friend Eric, who's also my sister's boyfriend. He's actually been on the podcast. That was just so much fun because Eric and I have been friends since high school, and uh, we love to joke around. It you know he was teasing me during class. It was it was you know it was as professional as it could be, but it was very funny. I was gonna have my husband come and cook with me, but he was supposed to. um, I think he was supposed to be sailing. Um, Um, That on some sort of work trip that week. And then he ended up not needing to go on his trip. But since I had already had like asked Eric to and he was so excited, I was like, all right, we'll just do it with Eric. So it was the Valentine's Day cooking class with my bestie. Um, And that was just really fun. And we'll probably do something similar again this year, though, probably not with Eric this time. Uh, My most popular podcast episode that month was with Carrie Thompson. And she talked all about how to live a more productive life, which I think many of us, most of us can use. It was a really great episode. And that was my most popular episode that month. And on Healthy Mama Hacks, I shared all about cooking with kids, which is so near and dear to my heart. I love cooking with my kids and I love teaching kids cooking classes, something I'm actually going to be doing this upcoming year that I'm like, I hope you can hear the excitement in my voice. If you're a local, come and join. <laughs> I'm teaching a couple of homeschool cooking classes and I have not taught in-person cooking classes since before 2020. I was teaching at a cooking school in Rhode Island for a a little while and obviously doing some private classes and it's been a while and I'm just so excited to cook with them again. And so I did a whole series on cooking with kids and we will definitely have more on cooking with kids coming up in 2023. But that was basically kind of what was going on in February because we had a lot going on behind the scenes in Healthy Mama Chris with the Pantry Purge coming up in March. Don't you worry, we will have another free Community Pantry Purge coming up this spring or probably before the spring. I think it's going to be we have it on the calendar for March again, so stay tuned for that. For those of you who don't know what a pantry purge is, it's where we spend the month going through our pantry, our fridge, and our freezer, and trying to use as much as we have on hand to save money and get more creative in the kitchen. It's a free challenge I've been doing for the last couple of years, and I'm excited to bring it back. It went really well last year. We had over a hundred women join, which is the biggest it's been, and it was just a lot of fun. And I also released my brand new website that month. Um, I've been working on it with my former assistant, Ramsey. Ramsey just took some time off because she just had a baby, which is really exciting. Abby is so, so sweet. And um, so she worked with me to create my brand new website. It has never felt more like me. It's bright and colorful. And there's so many more features on the recipes page where you can search for protein. You can search for meal type. You can search for different diets like gluten-free and dairy-free. So We kind of there's it's still a work in progress. There are still more things we're adding to the website, but it's definitely more functional than it was before. So it was really fun to bring that like kind of into fruition. And it was kind of during that time when I released my new website and we were kind of finishing up my new website and I'd chosen like some new fonts and some new colors that I really started feeling and especially when I was starting to write the copy for the website and how, how I wanted to like write the descriptions of who I am and what I do and what I share and who I serve. The more I started realizing, many of you know that in 2021 I transitioned from intuitive eating coaching, which is something that is still near and dear to my heart and something that I'm still very passionate about, Um, you know, just balance when it comes to the way that we eat and the way that we care for our bodies and the way that we move. All of those things are so near and dear to my heart after struggling with several eating disorders um, in my teens and early 20s and really you know, working hard to have a healthy relationship with food and finding intuitive eating. And then I became an intuitive eating counselor and combined that with my health coaching training and and coached for several years as an intuitive eating coach and counselor. Um, But it just it never felt like it was the right path for me. So there are so many incredible creators out there that are doing this work and they're just meant to be, you know, sharing about intuitive eating in this way. Um, My coach Paige still talks about intuitive eating as part of her aligned coaching. She is just incredible. And she's she is really who helped me to really find the last little bit of freedom when it came to food. Um, Nyla Weeb, Nutrition with Nyla is incredible, and she talks about intuitive eating. Victoria Yates from the Embracing Balance podcast. Simi Bodic with her um, bar. Oh my gosh, what is it called? Unmeasured, unmeasured. <laughs> her her um, bar program. They're so incredible, and so there's so many people out there I know that are doing this work, and they are meant to be doing it, and I think I was meant to be doing it for a time, but I always come back to wanting to share with all of you about food, about meal planning and meal prep and making, getting healthy, nourishing, and satisfying meals on the table in a way that feels less stressful and just easier overall. I love teaching about cooking. I love teaching about food budgeting. I just love food and celebrating food and celebrating food that nourishes us and makes us feel good and is also so delicious. And that has has always been and will always be my number one passion and what I meant to share with the world. And so that transition in 2021 felt really, really right. And it has just continued to feel more right. And it was in spring of this year or just kind of early spring, coming into spring of this year, I realized that I needed to make some bigger changes within my business, that I, love, I loved doing the Healthy Balance Mama podcast for the past three years. But it was time to start to shift away from that and turn it into the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. And so that was about the time I started making those changes. I shared a Chris Chats episode where I shared about big decisions. I shared about coming into my own and just embracing being my own self and not being afraid to show up as myself. And it was, you know, kind of a chatty episode. It, it, there wasn't any real point to it other than like, hey, this is what's been going on. These are some big changes that we're having. I believe that was when I also announced that we were moving. I'm not sure. Um, But that episode is a good one to listen to if you just kind of want to hear my process and how these kind of changes came to be. So that was March. It was kind of a big month emotionally. But uh, business-wise, it was really just it was on the outside. It was really working on the pantry purge and being so excited, seeing everyone's progress with the pantry purge, Um, knowing what was to come in the next couple of months when it comes to saving money Groceries, but more on that in a second. My most popular episode in March was Brain Body Parenting with Mona Delahook. Oh my gosh, you guys, Mona is incredible. I had not met her ahead of time. I had only read her book and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, I can't even tell you how impactful it's been for my family. And that episode deserves every single one of the listens it's gotten and so many more. It was really powerful to help me understand my kids better and understand their reactions better. And she's just so sweet and so knowledgeable. I really, really enjoyed that interview. So definitely go back and listen to that episode. And the second most popular episode by just a couple, I wanted to mention this as well, like just a couple listens as of the time of recording, was my Q&A with my friend Leah Gallagher. So, oh, I have to look up what Leah's handle is on Instagram, but she is also a food creator. She's a mom of three. And I met her when we both lived in Rhode Island and we've both since moved away, but she is just so much fun to talk to. And so we talked about real-life meals, how we get real-life meals on the fa- on, on the table for our families, how we feed our families, how we feed our kids, how we make all that work. We talked about breakfast, lunch, dinner. We had kids screaming in the background. It was so real and raw and just such a fun conversation. And I'm not surprised that it is one of my top downloaded for 2022 because it was a really fun conversation. And I feel like we should have Leah back on. What do you guys think? Let's get Leah to come back on in 2023. So that was March. March. In April, not much happened on the front end of the business because I was working really hard on the back end in April to release the budget Kitchen Guide. So I was working hard on a ton of recipes because I released the Budget Kitchen Guide along with three mini cookbooks, one on dinners, one on breakfast, and one on lunches. And I was working on that while, you know, I was just kind of plugging along with the podcast. And in our lives in April, it looked like things kind of starting to ramp up a little bit for my husband. He starts getting busier in April. And then once May starts, like it's like all heck breaks loose. (laughs) I'm trying to keep this a clean podcast. But uh, yeah, it's kind of crazy for him from basically May through September. So he starts gearing things up with his teams in um, because for those of you who don't know, he's been on the podcast a few times, but he is the CEO of a yacht management company and mostly sailboats. And so he manages a bunch of sailboat teams, sailboat racing teams. And so summers are his big months. So, um, yeah, so that's kind of what was going on 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 the personal side of things. And on the podcast, the most popular episode was Improve Your Mood with Food with Andrea Donsky. Andrea Donsky is another Canadian. And uh, so, wow, the Canadians are really um, so far They are dominating the top spots in the podcast, at least the first half of the year, which is kind of fun. My husband's Canadian, for those of you who don't know, and we lived there for five years. And that episode was really great. She gave a lot of really practical ways that we can eat to support our mental health. And so that was a really, really cool episode to record as well. She's super sweet. And it was a lot of really good practical information in that episode. And I also released my Mother Runner series, which ended up being the top Healthy Mama Hacks series series. So these were Friday episodes I did for the first half of the year. um, And I shared all about my running journey. I shared my tips to start running if you have not been a runner. So I've been a runner for over 17 years now. And I shared kind of my top tips for race day. I shared my favorite running gear. I shared how I fuel my runs. And uh, so that was that series did really, really well, kind of surprisingly, seeing as this is not a running podcast by any means. And I only kind of sometimes mention running, um, but I've run two marathons. I've run over a dozen half marathons. I have another one coming up in January. And uh, so that was really fun to share with all of you. And you guys seem to like that as well. I share a little bit about running over on my Instagram stories as well, if you're interested. May was when I officially shared our move over on my email. I'm not sure if I shared it over here. I'm not actually clear when I officially shared it on the podcast. Um, If you're just a podcast listener and you didn't know that I moved, well, I've already told you. Um, But I Kind of officially shared about our move because we were moving in September and I released one of the projects I have been most proud of ever creating, and that is the budget kitchen guide and the accompanying cookbooks. Something I am so so beyond passionate about and we are going to be talking about a ton more coming into the new year is eating healthy no matter what your budget is and eating food that is delicious and satisfying no matter how big or small your budget is eating healthy on a budget and taking control of your grocery spending can happen for everyone whether or not you are struggling with money whether or not you live paycheck to paycheck it can help everyone food prices are rising. Inflation is insane these days. And I really want everyone to know that we really can take control of our grocery spending without sacrificing the types of foods that we eat, the the how satisfying our foods are, or the nutrition in our foods. And so I created the budget kitchen guide for the mom who wants to eat well, but also doesn't want to spend an arm and a leg Of her hard earned money or her hard saved money or whatever it might be on her grocery budget, and who just wants to eat well and spend less. And so, this guide takes you through the two main principles of being a budget minded cook, which is spending less and wasting less. So, it teaches you not just how to budget for your groceries and how to shop at the grocery store, but it also teaches you how to plan for your meals in a budget-minded way, how to set up your kitchen in a budget-minded way, and how to cook and eat in a budget-minded way. And I in no way intended on this being like a promo for the budget kitchen guide, um, but I was really excited to release that and really, really proud of that. And so that was a huge project in like March and April and May, and then I officially released it, and it was very exciting to be able to officially share that with the world, and not surprisingly... The Budget Kitchen um, series was the Healthy Mama Hacks series that month, and that also did really, really well. And the most popular episode that month was The Truth About Sugar and Our Kids with Dr. Michael Gorin and Dr. Emily Ventura. Oh my gosh, you guys, this episode, if you are confused about how to maybe reduce the overall amount of sugar that your kids eat without them developing like a weird relationship with food or with sugar, this episode was so helpful. It gave a lot of practical tips. So they are both trained scientists, um, but Emily, and they're both parents as well. So they talk about their own kids and use their own kids as examples in this episode. But uh, Dr. Emily also created a bunch of recipes for this book as well. So she shares kind of practical ways to reduce the amount of sugar in the foods that your kids are eating, how to cook with less sugar overall and serve less sugar overall, but how to do it in a really balanced way so your kids don't get, you know, have a weird relationship with food. Because we all know that tons of sugar is not good for us, but we also, I think most of us want to have our want our kids to have a healthy relationship with food as well. So it was a really good balance. and I really, really enjoyed that episode. And it's fun having two guests on At once, it's always like kind of difficult, but it was really fun, and I think it worked out really well. And obviously, you all liked it as well. And their book, Sugarproof, is fantastic. You definitely want to get their book as well. So that was May, and oh my goodness, we're already like almost twenty-five minutes into this episode. Um, But. The rest of the summer was, or the rest of the, well, I guess, yeah, the rest of the summer. May wasn't the summer, but June was the official start to the summer. And in June and July, I was really excited to be working with Dr. Heather Rhodes again on another cookbook we worked on. This is our second cookbook that we worked on together. So she is a holistic pharmacist and hormone expert. And this was all about pro-metabolic eating. And not surprisingly, it also happened to be the top episode in June. So pro-metabolic eating, is really getting back to the basics. A lot of it is on ancestral health and eating in a way that kind of eating in the way that is natural for our bodies to help to re-regulate and balance our metabolism and our hormones. And so it's, it was really, really interesting to learn about pro-metabolic eating. A lot of it is things that I've already learned over the years in my nutrition studies, but a lot of it was just kind of realizations that there are some shifts that I needed to make as well. And I was able to put that forth into a ton of really, really delicious and super nutrient dense recipes in the Pro Metabolic Cookbook with her. I'm not sure if she is selling it right now, um, but you can definitely reach out to her. I'm sure she will get it for you if you want, or she'll let you know when it goes on sale again. So we released that in July. And June was also the time where I announced the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I shared that I was ready to shift the podcast from the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast. It was also perfect timing with my Q&A co-host, Danielle Havens, which I haven't mentioned yet, but I loved having her on for several months, like six months or so. And then she had a baby girl. And then after her baby girl was born, she took a couple months off and then we finished off with a fun Q&A together. And then she started her own podcast. I will link that in the show notes as well. So it was just kind of like the perfect, Perfect time, the end of an era. At the end of season four of the Healthy Balanced Mama podcast, it shifted to the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. I took the month off in July. I stayed on social media, but I did take the month off of the podcast. And June, July, and August were just such special months. I really took that time to soak in spending more time with my family before we moved. For those of you who don't know, I grew up in Rhode Island, so a lot of my family... My parents, my grandparents on my mom's side, uh, my cousins who are more like sisters because they grew up just a couple streets away. They my, obviously my best friend Eric, my sister's boyfriend, um, his sister. Like everyone that we are close to is in Rhode Island, and so we just we spent so much time. I went hiking. We went a ton, a ton of family hikes, but I went hiking with Eric and Nick, which is my husband, which was really fun just to go. So another fun fact, if you don't know this, Eric, best friend from high school also my husband's roommate in college. That's how I met my husband. So they spent like the entire way up to New Hampshire roasting me. I'm sitting in the back of the car and they're just making fun of me the whole time. And it was just funny and just kind of felt like old times. We carried a bottle of wine up to the summit um, of this pretty tough mountain, but it wasn't super long. And we had you know a glass of wine and eight sandwiches at the top of the mountain. And it was just such a fun trip. I also went and hiked... Um, the tallest mountain in Vermont with my husband um, in August for our anniversary trip because we're crazy and we stayed in (laughs) a tiny home with an outhouse. And yeah, there are no luxury hotels for us. We like being outside. I think myself a little bit more than my husband, but there is nothing like just sitting in front of a fire. Oh my gosh. So we would come home from our hiking or adventures and just sit by the fire and either have a beer or sip some whiskey and we played games on the day that it was rainy. We explored uh, downtown Burlington, Vermont, which is also uh, Danielle's area, which is fun. I didn't get to meet up with her this time because we had a pretty quick trip, but Danielle, I'm coming for you next year. Um, (laughs) so that was really, really fun. And we just spent a lot of time with family. We did a lot of trivia nights and Trips to the beach, we did movies on the beach, and we went to the zoo a ton, and we just tried to soak up that time with family, which was really, really fun. And I'm excited that we're gonna be able to do that again. Next summer, because we are planning on traveling back with my husband to Rhode Island when when he works there in the summertime with his teams. So that's a little sneak peek as to what's coming in 2023. But that's kind of what went on in the summer. The Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast started in August. The most popular episode, because like I said, we took a podcast break in July. The most popular episode in August was our simple school lunch packing system. Not surprisingly, because it was school lunchtime. So If you're struggling with school lunches, you want a school lunch refresh, go back to that episode and listen where I share our simple lunch packing system, even though we have not had to pack too many lunches this year because we did decide to homeschool and we kind of decided late that we were going to homeschool. We went back and forth and just with the move and how early they start school here versus they start a month later in Rhode Island. We didn't want her to be our sage, our oldest, because our youngest is not yet in school She's in pre-K. She'll start kindergarten next year. We decided to homeschool again this year. And so far, so good. Um, You know, it's been a lot with two working parents, but... It was a good decision for us at the time. And in the end of August, we moved. So we spent a month, not a month, sorry, a week road tripping down with my dad. We ended up stopping in Nashville. My husband had to stay back in Rhode Island for a few weeks to finish up work or his summer work before he transitioned down here. So my dad, I was so grateful. He spent a full two weeks with us. So he drove down with us. He did most of the driving. He's done driving professionally. And so he is, you know, he's really good at it and he's good at driving long distances. And it was just so great to have him with us and to spend that time with him. It was really fun. We had a great time in Nashville. We saw some good bands. We learned how to line dance. We ate some delicious donuts, parlor donuts in Nashville. If you haven't been there, they're like croissants, but they're donuts. So I guess they're kind of like a cronut. I don't know if they would like me saying that, but they're fabulous uh we really enjoyed tailgate brewery and they had a really good like mac and cheese pizza We had a lot of fun. We also went to Peg Porker for barbecue. Obviously, it's my favorite barbecue sauce. It's the only barbecue sauce I like other than my own. Um, And so that was a really fun trip. And then we moved. And now we're in the Tampa Bay area. And it was a whirlwind moving. We had to wait a few days for our stuff. Any of you who are military know it can be really hard. Oftentimes, you're there without your stuff for a while. We're grateful that we hired movers, but it was also moving's a lot. Right. So I spent about a week unpacking and then I, I'd taken two and a half or so weeks off from social media during the move. And then I officially got back on social media and kind of slowly started coming back, started sharing more. Um, it was it was a lot, honestly. September, especially, it was hard getting into a routine, my husband not being here, starting school. It was a lot. Um, And funny enough, one of the episodes, one of the first episodes I recorded here at my new house in my podcasting closet um, is Shortcut Dinner Ideas for Busy Weeknights, and that was the most popular episode of September and one of the most popular episodes of the year, not surprisingly. Again, I love a good shortcut. I used a lot of shortcuts when we had just moved and we didn't have a lot of our stuff and most of our kitchen wasn't unpacked. It was the first thing I unpacked, however we did a lot of shortcuts. So I shared some solid ideas for shortcut dinner ideas for busy weeknights. So definitely check that out if you are in a season of needing some shortcuts or just want some good ideas for shortcuts as well. And then that brings us to October, which was a really fun month now that my husband was here. We spent a lot of time at the beach and kind of exploring our new area. And we reopened the Healthy Mama Cooking Club with some really exciting changes. We shifted away from doing a lot of live cooking classes because we still we still did some in the fall but we slowly shifted away from live cooking classes because we realized that moms have a hard time, you know, getting their kids together or actually getting on live and cooking alongside me. But what they do like is meal inspiration, done for you meal plans, meal planning and meal prep tips, cooking tips for making cooking more efficient. So that is what we brought with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. We brought in tiers so you can join for just $3 a month and get a weekly email with meal inspiration at least two member exclusive recipes every single month that you can't find anywhere else cooking tips so I just shared a quick tip today on how to cut a pepper the easiest way to cut a pepper Um, for the higher tiers I'm also releasing a bonus episode every month so January's bonus episode is all about how to create a meal prep routine and actually stick with it it's a really good episode you're not going to want to miss that one and then um you'll also get discounts and early access to things like courses and ebooks and then there's also the top tier level the executive chef level where I share a mix and match family meal plan once a season. So this one is just ending. So as of the 31st of the month, um it will no longer be or the 30th, the 30th. It will no longer be, which is today. That's today. Um, When you're listening to this, so as of today, um, it's the last day to get the autumn meal plan. The winter meal plan will come out on January seventh, and so this is 21 days worth of meals: breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You can mix and match. You can use it as a rotating meal plan if you want to. There are member, or sorry, there are meal plan exclusive recipes in there that you can't get anywhere else as well. And I also have a monthly recorded cooking video coming out each month for each one of these members as well, our executive chef level members. So you still get those cooking classes, but in a a much easier way where you can watch in your own time. They're kind of like Food Network style. So I'm very excited about that. I love connecting with all of you. We have community connections, like community shares, where we share our favorite recipes. We share food traditions. We are just—it's just a way for me to interact with all of you and also give you advice. I'm releasing—not um, releasing—I uh, guess I'm introducing Q and As each month, live Q and As in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club as well. So you can submit questions before or while I'm sharing live, so you guys can ask me questions about cooking or meal planning or meal prep or food budgeting or any of those things. It's just kind of, like, your all-access pass to the Healthy Mama Chris world. So, we released that in October. I am so excited to have on Dana, who's been a member of our community for a long time. And she is now our community manager. And she's been doing such a great job of just getting feedback from everyone within the community and making sure that we are always, always, always serving you with more of what you want and you enjoy and you need. And so she has been fabulous with that. And that was just, oh my gosh, such a huge weight off my shoulders. And it's so fun to work with her on that. So I'm excited for so much more in 2023 with the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. My most popular episode in October was the 20 cooking tips no one taught you. This is like, this episode is gold, you guys. If you haven't listened to this episode, just ignore my terrible grammar, the first sentence of the episode. It didn't make any sense. But the rest of the episode is so valuable. I share with you some of my best cooking tips. So go back, listen to that episode. If you want some cooking tips on cooking better food more efficiently, listen to that episode. And then that brings us to November and December. November was a busy month getting a ton of recipe testing done for the upcoming Budget Kitchen course and the upcoming January meal plan, the cooking club, so much. I taught a charcuterie class, which I do once or twice a year, a live charcuterie class. Um, oh, my gosh. It was a lot. It was just a whirlwind. It was super busy but all good things. And we had a really, really sweet Thanksgiving with friends. We didn't travel up north. We're actually not traveling at all up north. My husband is for like a couple days, but we're not traveling up north this year. We decided just to stay put and uh, because we have some traveling we're doing early on in the new year anyway. So we decided just to stay put and have a cozy Christmas here just to ourselves. Uh, My in-laws came and stayed with us at the beginning of December, which was really, really fun. So they were here for uh, just about a week. Um, We got to explore the area with them. We cooked a lot. We introduced them to a couple of our new favorite places to eat. We just had a really good and relaxing time with them. That was really great. Um, But I never finished talking about Thanksgiving. So we decided to stay put. For Thanksgiving and I offered to host my friend Jen I mentioned earlier and uh, her boyfriend as well if he wanted to come and her parents if they were in town and they ended up not coming into town but uh, she came over and another one of our mutual friends she introduced me to and her boyfriend and their three dogs they each have a dog and so that was just super fun so we had three humans and three dogs over and the kids had so much fun playing with the dogs the dogs were like I think probably I'm not sure who was more exhausted the dogs or my kids at the the end of the evening, but we had a really fun, non-traditional Thanksgiving meal. I had done so much Thanksgiving cooking for the website that I was just like sick of turkey, We did do mashed potatoes and cranberry sauce, my dad's famous cranberry sauce. But other than that, we did a beef ribeye roast. Speaking of food, my stomach is growling. I apologize, but I'm not stopping now. I'm going to go eat lunch after this. So hopefully you can't hear that. But we did a ribeye roast, which was really delicious. And my one friend who is vegetarian, we did a roasted portobello mushroom, a balsamic rosemary, a portobello mushroom for her. We did my green beans, um, my green beans with shallots and lemon and hazelnuts. That's on my website. We did an arugula salad with a really yummy uh, fig vinaigrette. Let's see. What else did we do? Uh, My instant pot garlic chive mashed potatoes. And then we made Sage made her apple crumble with vanilla ice cream. She calls it her apple crunch, or she did when she was four, when she helped me create the recipe. And my friends um, brought some dessert as well. And it was just a really lovely day, super low key. And that's my favorite kind of holiday. And that is exactly what we planned on for the holiday season in general, and Christmas especially. So as I'm recording this, it's the week before Christmas because I'm going to take the week after off. So you're hearing me in the past. I'm talking to you in the future, I guess. And uh, so I don't exactly know how Christmas went, but as far as we know, it's just going to be super casual and super relaxed. And that's exactly what I want this year after a lot of craziness this year. So, my top episode in November is the Slow Cooker 101 episode, and my most popular episode thus far um, in December is meal planning tips for the holiday season. But I also have two other episodes on meal planning at the end of the month, the last two episodes. So one of those might have trumped it. So if you want tips on meal planning in the new year, there's four tips on simplifying your meal plan in the new year and the three routines you need to simplify meals this year. So I will link all of those in the show notes, though you can just kind of scroll back. Those are the last couple of episodes if you want to listen to any of those. All right, last but not least, until I really need to go and get some lunch, I want to share with you the my top 22 for 2022 and a little insight into what is coming in 2023. My top five books of the year. Many of you know this was very, very difficult for me to choose because I read over 30 books this year. I read a lot of books. I listened to a couple, but for me, this year was the year of just pleasure reading. So I read a lot of fiction this year. So my top fiction books I read this year are, number one, am I allowed to choose four books for the first book? I'm going to because it's my podcast. It's my rules. So the entire Court of Thorn and Roses series by Sarah J. Moss. Okay, I know I'm a little bit behind the game here, the The first one came out, I think, in 2015. So they've been out for a while, but I was not introduced to Sarah J. Moss previously. And I heard someone talk, I can't even remember who, talk about A Court of Thorn and Roses. And I decided to pick it up. It's a fantasy book with a romance element, and I used to love a lot of science fiction fantasy in high school, and I haven't read them in a while. I loved the Harry Potter series. I read half of the Harry Potter series. Now my daughter's reading them, and she's actually on book number seven, which is really exciting. Or she's going to start book number seven. Not saying she's getting it for Christmas, but she's getting it for Christmas. So um, I wasn't sure how much I would love this. Oh my gosh, I fell in love with this after the first book. And the first book, I didn't realize until after that it's meant to be a young adult book. And being someone who has read fantasy before, I was sort of like, "Mm, this feels a little bit elementary, but the characters grew on me very fast and the drama increased so fast, especially towards the end. I was like, oh my gosh, give me book number two. So I immediately read book number two, which ended up being my favorite in the series, followed by the fourth book. The third book was really good. A lot of action, a lot happens in the third book. I really, really enjoyed it, but I didn't love it as much as two and four. I didn't think I would love book number four because one of the main characters is my least favorite character in the series, but oh my goodness, that character arc. Wow. And And the relationship in that book, it's, wow. The last book is a very spicy book. The first, if you know what I mean, you know, the first three books were um categorized as young adults the last one is an adult book and it's definitely an adult book if you're going to listen to it on audio put headphones on but it's it they were incredible if you like fantasy at all or if you like romance you will like this series this is the series even if you're not a fantasy lover um like i think my mom would even like it and she's not a fantasy fan at all the series is incredible Book number two. So mom, if you're listening, just try ACOTAR. Just try the first one. You'll like it. (laughs) Um, I know my mom listens, so I'm not sure if she's listening to this episode or not. Hi, mom. Um, So the second book I really, really enjoyed was Verity by Colleen Hoover. This was a thriller and oh my gosh, I still can't stop thinking about the end of this book. I know many of you have read this book. If you have not, like trigger warning, there's some really dark stuff in this book. But it was incredible. And I know people have mixed, kind of mixed thoughts on Coho. <laughs> and I've read some Colleen Hoover books I've really enjoyed and some Colleen Hoover books I haven't enjoyed as much. But this is one of my top of hers. I also read It Ends With Us, which I, I really enjoyed. It's not in my top five, but I really enjoyed I'm going to hopefully read It Starts With Us. I put it on my Christmas list <laughs> um, this, uh, this upcoming January. My third favorite book was Every Summer After by Carly Fortune. Oh, you guys, this is just such a sweet book. It goes through this group of friends and how they first met, and they're they've met up again after many, many years, and two of them have a relationship and they had a falling out, and it's them kind of reflecting on the past and coming to present and how their relationship was then, how their relationship is now, and it's just such a sweet story. There were parts that made me very angry, um, but I really loved the way it ended. And it's another one of those books I can't wait to read again. It was great. Number four. Surprisingly, I didn't think I would love this one as much either. It's called The Dead Romantics by Ashley Poston. Oh, my goodness, did I love this book. It's like a ghost story meets romance. And it was just such a cute story. And it was just so entertaining. This one is not spicy at all um, in terms of romance books. So it's a little bit more safe if you're not into books that are spicy. Oh, my goodness. This was such a sweet story. I really enjoyed it. I just passed it on to my cousin. I know she's going to love it. Um, It's even if you're not somebody who's into like ghost stories, it's certainly um, it's great for spooky season. So maybe read it next October, but you can read it in January, too. It'd be great. So it's not so much a ghost story. I mean, it, it is a ghost story, but it's more of a romance. And I just really, really enjoyed it. It, and we'll definitely read it again next year. And number five was a um, a novel that was just so beautiful. I've been a longtime fan of Jodi Bacolt and her book Wish You Were Here. When I started reading this book, I actually read it on my anniversary trip with my husband. And when I started reading it, I I almost felt like it was too much because it does talk about the pandemic and it's, it's about kind of her story not hers, not jody's story but the main character the protagonist story uh during covid and but oh my gosh so many twists and turns the imagery in the galapagos was absolutely stunning it was oh my gosh it was brilliant like i could picture myself there i could picture the scenery and the animals and it was just so incredible it was just a beautiful breathtaking book and the twists will get you and I liked the way it ended too. So those are my top five favorite books Are technically my top nine, but we're just going to leave it, okay? Podcasts. I don't have a lot to say about these because they're basically the same as last year, plus a couple new ones. So I really still love The We Can Do Hard Things with Glennon Doyle and Sister and Abby. I think that they have really incredible guests on that talking about really important topics. I really like that podcast. Um, My favorite fun podcast is the Be There in Five podcast with Kate Kennedy. I'm actually a subscriber to the Patreon, too. She talks about pop culture um, and she also talks about harder things, too. She talks about her fertility journey and she is just it's like the podcast for millennial women and she is just so funny and I listen to her a lot when I'm recipe testing I do recipe testing a lot on Mondays and her podcast comes out on Sundays. And so I always look forward to listening to her podcast. So she is like she is my top pop culture podcast. I also still really love the Healthier Together podcast with Liz Moody. She's a journalist, so she is an incredible interviewer. She just introduced these advice episodes with some of her friends too. I think they come out once a month, and those are also really fun. But she's a great interviewer and she has a lot of really incredible guests on, talking about different, um, Health and wellness topics, everything from physical health to mental health, and she is just yet. Yeah, like I said, she's a great interviewer. The experts she has on are always like really well, well read, well vetted, um, really great guests. And so I really enjoy her podcast. I still very much enjoy the Alley on the Run podcast with Ali Feller. I think it will always and forever be my favorite running podcast, and I love listening to the professional runners that she has on the podcast. And I love listening to her personal podcasts as well. Her q and is her life updates um, as another, a fellow mom and runner. So she's a mom. She has a little girl who's so cute. Um, and she's also a runner. So she kind of talks about her real life in those Q&A episodes. And she also interviews some of the most incredible runners on the planet. So I love her podcast. And the last podcast is a new to me podcast. And I actually found her through Liz Moody. But it's the What's the Juice with Organic Olivia podcast. And I don't think this podcast is for everyone. They talk about a lot of different health topics. some that might be a little bit controversial, but I think she's a great interviewer and she has some really great guests on. And I've listened to a lot of her podcasts this year. I don't find myself like listening to it every single week, but it's definitely the new podcast that I've I've listened to a lot of the guests and it's been really interesting. So I just thought I would share that one because it's a new to me podcast that I really enjoy. So that's my top 10 and 12 things real quick that made my life better in 2022. Number one, Moving, <laughs> okay. Actually, moving was really hard. But the fact that we moved and that we made the choice to move to a place where I could go for a run this morning, on December twentieth, and have it feel great and not be freezing cold, I know that that's not every. It's not possible for everyone, right? Um, the our choice to move, I've shared a lot. It's not what some people expect. Um, but our choice to move had to do literally with work. And our desire to live in a place that is warm and most of the year. And even though it's going to be really cold this weekend (laughs) and really cold, when I say really cold, like in the 40s, which is cold, but uh, not freezing, but it is one of the best decisions we've made. And I'm really, really glad. Number two is travel. I really embrace traveling, even just in little bits, you know, this year, especially hiking. I love being outside. Um, So travel is number two. Number three is getting back into reading. Reading a lot of fiction was really, really enjoyable for me this year. Um, Number four is meditation. I've gotten back into a meditation routine, especially over the last couple of months, um, first thing in the morning, and it just helps me start my day in a really centered place. Number five, listening to my own gut, listening to my intuition and following what feels good in business and life, even if other people don't like it. So I was really nervous about shifting this podcast just like I was really nervous um, shifting away from intuitive eating coaching the year before, but uh, shifting towards more recipe development and course creation, the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast, all of that has been so right. And I'm so glad. And it was just about listening to my gut, listening to my intuition and doing what felt right for me. And I know that everything that I share, like my goal for everything that I share is that it's going to be incredibly helpful for each and every one of you. And I think that more and more of that has come out the more that I have leaned into what feels right for me to share and for me to create. Number six, wearing the red lipstick. I literally talked about this in an episode previously, but I always thought I was somebody who couldn't wear bright lipstick because I have big lips and I was always like, you know, told that that was something I shouldn't do. Um, You know, I shouldn't emphasize that. I mean, now big lips are a thing. People are like overlining their lips and I should be very grateful that I have full lips, (laughs) but not just wearing red lipstick, but like just dressing the way I want to dress and not dressing the way that I think I should dress. And Jamie Baker has been a huge help. She was on the podcast last year. Um, Her style society is great. And she's just really helped me embrace dressing in like my own way. That feels good for me. I love athleisure and that's okay. I can lead into that. And then sometimes I can also dress a little bit edgy and she talks about like different style types. And that's just been really fun, kind of coming into my own at 33 and dressing in a way that feels good for me. Number seven, kind of related, but sort of not, um, taking better care of my skin. I feel like I had not been very good at taking care of my skin, and then stress had kind of made my skin break out like crazy around the move, and I really embraced taking better care of my skin, and that just felt really, really good for me this year. Um, So I've been really enjoying the brand Tula. I'd enjoyed them before, but now I'm like, Huge Tula fan. Like they are really, um, they're like blue bottles. You can get them at Ulta or Sephora. Um, They're a more natural brand and they've really transformed my skin, those products. So I really like them. Uh, Let's see, number eight, running. Just just running in a way that feels good. I love it so much. And I really, as I'll talk about, I really want to focus more on kind of strength training this year because I feel like I've been focusing so much on running, but I still, it just makes my life better. I love a good run. I love listening to music, especially listening to show tunes. I love listening to a good podcast and just getting lost in being outside and just enjoying my feet on the pavement. Number nine, spending more time at the beach. I love spending time at the beach, especially with the book, splashing in the warm water with the kids, watching the kids play. I love the beach. Number 10, taking social media breaks. I've taken two big social media breaks this year and another mini one. Sometimes you just need a break from the noise and uh, and even as a creator, I, I needed to take breaks and I'm very proud of myself for doing that and I always feel better after. Number 11, going beyond my comfort zone. Especially when it comes to moving to a new place and making new friends. Uh, we've made a few new friends here already. And I'm like, who am I? <laughs> I saw one of my fr- my new friend's husbands at the library yesterday and I was like so awkward. I said hi. And I was like, what if he doesn't know who I am? And he was like, hi. And we chatted for a couple minutes and I was like, oh man, we're making friends and they're so cool. It's so fun to meet new people, but I'm I'm as much as I love being online and, you know, you oftentimes see me with this like fun, quirky personality on Instagram. That's exactly who I am. But I'm also introverted. So it's hard for me to reach out to people. So going beyond my comfort zone and meeting a couple new people has been really fun. I'm not replacing my friends, but, you know. It's fun to make new ones too, right? Number 12, reopening the cooking club. I I know I already talked about the cooking club, but like this has made my life so much better in the way that I love connecting with all of you and having a way to share with all of you that's unique and is off social media. Because like I said, I like taking some social media breaks And I feel like I I still want to stay connected with all of you. And I want to know that even if I take longer breaks from social media, I'm pretty much entirely off of Facebook now. I moved away from having a Facebook group. I'll do some pop-up Facebook groups for different challenges we're doing this year. Um, But I'm pretty much off of Facebook. Instagram and a little bit of TikTok is kind of the only are kind of the only places I'm at. And it's hard to connect with people over there. So I really loved connect. I really loved connecting with all of you in the cooking club and hearing about your favorite foods and your traditions and all of those things. And I, I it has really been the best choice I've made to shift to Patreon and to have it to be more have it be more community-based and more focused on the things that you want and that you need. And of course, hiring Dana and having her on board to help me with it has made it a million times better. I'm so grateful for you, Dana, if you're listening. I can't wait what's in, for what's in store with that in 2023. And with that, okay, what's coming? Well, obviously, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club is going strong. The new winter meal plans coming out on January 7th. We've got the new monthly Q&As, recorded videos for the executive chef level. It's just patreon.com slash Mama chris. We'd love to have you. $3, $5, $10 a month, whatever you can pledge. We would love to have you be a part of that. And it's what helps keep this podcast going and keeps it as low ad as possible. Because this podcast is a labor of love. And, uh, you know, I don't make a ton of money off of it, if any, some episodes. If there's no ads, I don't make money off of this. (laughs) So if you wanted to keep going, one of the best ways you can do that is just by joining the Healthy Mama Cooking Club and uh, you get weekly meal inspiration, member-exclusive recipes, tips, tools, so many different things, um, even just at the $3 a month level. So I appreciate all of you guys and you get to connect with me, I get to connect with you. I think that's that's the best part of it. So that's the Healthy Mama Cooking Club. I am ready to officially announce even though I already kind of half announced that the Healthy Mama on a Budget course is coming in early 2023. So I've taken the Budget Kitchen Guide and I have turned it into an interactive course where it teaches you exactly how to take control of your grocery spending, how to think like a budget-minded cook, how to do all of the things within the Budget Kitchen Guide, but in a really practical way. It's part audio, part video, but there's an audio option for everything except for cooking demos, but there will also be recipes and cooking demos and so much within that course. So look out for that in 2023. Keep listening here on the podcast or join my email list. If you sign up for my free flexible meal planning guide, the link is in the show notes. um, You'll be automatically added to my email list. And so you'll get updates on that. And of course, if you're in the Healthy Mama Cooking Club as a home cook or an executive chef, you will get early access to that as well and a discount. Uh, We have another free pantry purge coming up in March, like I mentioned, so stay tuned for that. So many new recipes coming. I cannot wait for those in the cooking club and obviously on the website and on Instagram. And some big updates to my Healthy Mama Meal Prep course as well. So if you're already a Healthy Mama Meal Prep course member, um, you will get all of those updates for free. Um, And if you're not yet and you want to learn about meal prep in the new year, I've got a sale coming up. So make sure that you are on my email list for that as well. Um, and or on my social media, I'll share it over there as well. So on my Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. You guys, my word for next year, I like to create a, uh, to choose a word every year. My word next year is slow. <laughs> I need to slow down. It's been so crazy this year. Like I mentioned, I shared all of the things with you. Um, you know, almost an hour worth of things this year. If you're still listening, gosh, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. Um, but I just I need to slow down a little bit. I need to take care of my body and my mind more. Like I mentioned, my skin was going crazy, my sleep has been off. So I've got some personal health goals, really just focusing on balancing my blood sugar more, being more intentional about strength training, doing more of that because I've been very much focused on running, more sleep, more water. Um that's that's those are the biggest things right just rebalancing um we have some travel plans coming up we're going to disney at the beginning of the year uh, just for a day because we only live like an hour and a half away uh for my race i'm going to be running a half marathon there we are going to be traveling over the summer back to rhode island i'm going to be going to europe in the fall i'm so excited for that i gotta get my passport gosh it needs to be renewed It's an exciting year coming up, but I'm so excited for what's to come here on the Healthy Mama Kitchen podcast. Expect lots and lots of practical advice on meal planning, meal prep, making meals easier, grocery budgeting, all of the things. If you ever have any suggestions, please DM me over at Healthy Mama Chris or at Healthy Mama Kitchen pod on Instagram or, you know, connect with me in the Healthy Mama Kitchen. Sorry, the Healthy Mama Cooking Club as well. I can't wait to share everything with you. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here. As always, I am really... Really, really, really do appreciate each and every one of you listening. Like I said, this is a labor of love, and I do this for you. And uh, I love sitting behind the mic and chatting with all of you, but it's because of you that I'm still here almost four years later. So I hope you all have a healthy, happy new year. Lots of love. I'll catch you in 2023. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Friend, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Healthy Mama Kitchen Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you love to listen to podcasts. So you never miss a cooking tip. If you've been loving this podcast, it would mean so much to me if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. It truly makes a difference in how many other busy cooks find this show and lets me know what you're loving and want to hear more of. For show notes and links to all the recipes and tools I mentioned, head to healthymamachris.com slash podcast. For daily eats, cooking tips, and family-friendly shortcut dinner ideas, Be sure to follow along over on Instagram at Healthy Mama Chris. Remember, cooking for your family may not always feel easy, but it can be simple.